Presentation Skills for Design Students, Episode 5. Hello and welcome to Presentation Skills for Design Students. My name's Christina Cantors, and this podcast is dedicated to helping design students everywhere improve their presentation and communication skills. It doesn't matter if you do industrial design, multimedia, architecture, landscape. There's something we can all do to become confident, creative communicators. So get ready to take your next presentation to a whole new level. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. I'm so excited about today's episode because I think that it'll really inspire you. Well, I hope it does anyway. It's all about how to use your passion to fuel your presentation. I've got another great story from Studio to share with you. And this week's challenge is very easy, quite fun, and very, very inspiring. But before we get into that, I'd just like to say that the last few weeks doing this podcast has just been an incredible experience for me and I've had so much fun with it and I've just received some incredible feedback. You know how I go on every week about uh, leaving reviews in iTunes for the podcast? Well, some of you have actually gone and done it, which is amazing and I, uh, tr- I'm so grateful for that. And I'd just like to share with you a, a few of those reviews. Simon from Melbourne has written, I wish this was around when I was in first year. Thanks. Thanks, Simon. Liv says, this will help me so much and be very useful for me as a third year design student next year. Already taken on board a few tips from your first and second episodes. Ah Ching says, enjoyed listening to all the episodes so far. Entertaining and helpful, not only for design students, but for everyone interested in improving relationships. Then I went over to the US iTunes store and, um, and there's a few reviews there as well, which is really cool. Tom says, Christina knows what she's talking about. She provides you with a roadmap on how to give a good presentation. If you follow her suggestions, I'm sure you will improve your future presentations. Thanks, Tom. Steve says, if you're looking for a podcast on how to express yourself in a clear manner and be a more intelligent communicator, look no further. Christina's got you covered. Now, Steve, Steve has a podcast over at nowisagift.com and that's all about daily commitment to being the best possible version of yourself. And it's all about com- combating negative thoughts and living your life with focus and perspective. So that's at nowisagift.com. Dot com and I, I highly recommend you go check it out, and and also if you if you listen very closely to the introduction, you may just recognise the voiceover voice. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, moving on, uh, another iTunes review. Byron says, Christina Cantor's provides some simple and easy to understand ideas and principles. Many aha moments in only the first few episodes. Thanks so much for that, Byron. You know, I also received an email from Luke in Vietnam and he said, nice podcast, Christina, 
The girls in my office overheard it and are now all listening to practice their English. That's just amazing. I love that. I love that there's people listening that I didn't even, you know, I'm reaching people that I didn't even think I would reach. So, you know, I have a, I have a friend, Jacinda, she's a physiotherapist and, and she's told me that the content is so relevant to what she's doing in her clinic and, and she told me that she wants to get all, all her physios at her work to, to listen to the podcast as well. So everyone who's benefiting from the podcast, it's just incredible to hear and I really appreciate all your encouraging comments and feedback. You, you don't know how much it means to me. It's just, it's great. It's, it's what encourages me to keep going. Okay, so let's move on to this week's story from Studio which is from Andrea, who studied fashion design at RMIT in Melbourne. Well, pretty much, you know, after you finish high school, you have to start applying for different courses or what you want to do. And then I really wanted to get into the degree, so Bachelor of Design in Fashion at RMIT in the city. And then it's really competitive, so then I couldn't get in. And so I had to look for other options. So finally... There was a TAFE at Brunswick, so I did that. It's a lot more practical, like you get to, you learn how to pattern make, you learn how to sew, and yeah, just, you get like a good foundation for like all those skills. So then after two years, so after getting a certificate at RMIT and then doing diploma, then I moved on to the degree in the city and then did that for two years. And like what I found was that by doing the TAFE course, I had all the skills that I needed to actually making garments. So when it came to designing, I didn't have to worry about all that, but I could also understand how to put a garment together. And the lesson is that I recommend that you actually do the TAFE course before you go on to the degree. And so you get more time once you get into the degree to actually focus on designing but it also gives you a good foundation to actually design better garments that are more wearable. But you can still push yourself, but you know the limits. Thank you so much, Andrea, for sharing that story with us. For those of you who don't know what TAFE is, it stands for uh, Technical and Further Education. And it's a, a tertiary institute that provides courses that, as Andrea says, teach you practical skills that are very useful. Now, there's, there's a really important lesson there and I'm so glad that Andrea shared that with us because, you know, if you don't necessarily get into the course that you originally wanted to after high school, it's, it's okay because what happens is that you'll discover new things and find opportunities in other places that you didn't even consider before. And I believe that if you're truly passionate about something and want to pursue it, you will find a way. Now, I love hearing people's stories, so, and I'm sure that you have a story from Studio to share. So all you need to do is just head over to designdrawspeak.com slash story and just follow the links there and you can record your story and that'll get sent to me and I would love to share that on the podcast. So it just has to be, you know, something that you learnt, something that you learnt and what's, and what's the story behind it. And it only has to be short, so... 60 seconds. I think on I think I've written there 90 seconds or less. But if it's even less than that, 60 seconds, 45 seconds, it doesn't even matter. If you can get your story down, 
to, to a really short space of time, that's fantastic. So moving on to today's topic, I want to talk about passion and how to use it to fuel your presentation. Warren Buffett, the highly successful Uber investor, once said, without passion, you don't have energy. Without energy, you have nothing. I couldn't agree more, especially when it comes to delivering a presentation. To make people sit up, take notice, and really pay attention to what you're saying, you yourself need to project the passion you have for the subject. And when I say passion, I'm talking about what are your values? What are your beliefs? And what are your hopes for the future? And and what impact do you want to make on the world? And you know, it shouldn't be too hard for you as a design student to find out what your passion is, as you're, you're most likely already so passionate about what you're studying. That's That's what I love about you guys. Chances are you're studying design because you actually really, really want to. Being a designer is a lot of work and it requires so much drive. So I commend you for that. So I'm not going to tell you to get more passionate. Rather, I'm going to show you how you can unlock this passion and use it to deliver a truly engaging, inspiring and memorable presentation. So why does projecting your passion work? People respond to emotions. Not, they, they don't necessarily respond to um, theory and, and things. It, you know, people, people respond to people. People connect with people. So show your audience what you value and they are much more likely to respond to this than if you just talk about the theory behind what you did and then just what you did. Everyone has their own beliefs and values, so it's easy for them to then relate to you and your beliefs and values, even if they are different. So why is it important to do this? I thought of, I thought of three reasons, although there's probably heaps more, but I'm just going to give you three today. So firstly, number one, the first minute of your presentation or even the first 30 seconds is so important to grab people's attention and projecting your passion from the very start of your presentation will immediately make people engage with you and your message and they will be much more likely to continue listening. Reason number two. So not only will this make your presentation more engaging, you will be a lot more confident when delivering it. I know that lack of confidence is a big reason why a lot of people don't like presenting or speaking in public. So if you truly believe in what you are saying and you're able to project that, it will help you to become more confident and appear more confident and it will, it will make the presentation much easier for you and, and also much more enjoyable. Reason number three why this is important you will be much more convincing. And this is convincing to uh, your tutor, your teacher and everyone else watching. It's like being a good salesperson. You can convince people of almost anything if you have a solid reasoning behind it. And this will project through if you're backing up your design decisions with your beliefs and your core values. 
So ex- and explaining why you've done something, uh, it just shows that you've thought about it, which is what tutors are always looking for. Okay, so I've told you why it's important. Now, this is how you can use your passion to fuel your presentation. And it's very simple. And all you have to do is start with a very simple question. And that is, why? Yep, ask why. There's a great TED Talk by leadership expert Simon Sinek. I think that's how you say his name, Sinek. Uh, Simon Sinek, where he says, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And he's got a whole talk on this and it's really, really interesting. And I'll put a link to the show notes uh, uh, to that video at designdrawspeak.com slash 005. Uh, you should check it out. It's, it's really inspiring. So anyway, in, instead, of exp- instead of straight away explaining uh, your project and what you've done, try instead to start with why you approached the project in that particular way. Why have you approached the design in this way? Why this particular concept? Why this, deci- this decision? And then relate that why back to your own beliefs and values. And then after you've done that, you can then go on to say how you approached or how you went about solving that problem. And then finally, what the final result was. So firstly, ask why, then say how you did it. And then finally, what you did. Now, a lot of people will tend to just start with what they've done. But, but if you do this, your presentation will get quite boring. It just doesn't capture people from the very start. For example, if you use something like, uh, and I'll use, I'll use an architecture master planning example here. If you said something like, this is my design solution for a mixed-use mid-rise development for the outer suburbs of Melbourne. I've designed two apartment buildings, mixed retail and commercial along the main street, and a centrally located park. The idea behind this is to reduce car use and bring communities together. Okay, so that's, it's not a bad idea, but it doesn't really grab you, does it? Now, if you were to project your values and start with why, this is what it could potentially sound like. Melbourne's urban sprawl is resulting in higher carbon dioxide emissions congested roads and disjointed communities. I believe that creating high-density environments is key to preserving greenfield sites, reducing car dependency and bringing communities together. So this is my solution for a mixed-use mid-rise development for the outer suburbs of Melbourne. Same idea, much more effective message. Can you hear the difference? So when you're putting together your presentation, try and keep that question why at the front of your mind and this will also help you choose what you share so when you're working out what you're going to say if you if you are going to mention something and you can't think of why you've done it or why it relates to your values then maybe you shouldn't be including it in your presentation so this approach will will help you again with putting your presentation together so give it a go think about What are your core values and beliefs? Think about your design discipline. What what drew you to it in the first place? You know, you can you can even use this to really drive your presentation. And and I assure you, 
people are more likely to pay attention and engage with you and you will be much more convincing and also uh, you'll be more confident when you deliver it too. And that, my design ninjas, is how you can use passion to fuel your presentation. Now, the challenge of the week relates, of course, to this topic, and it is this. I have found three videos for you where you can see what I've been talking about being put into action. They're all videos of designers and they are all very different, but they have one thing in common. Each of these three designers know what their why is. You can just feel the passion in the way that they talk about what they do. Okay, so the first one is from landscape architect Philip Johnson. Now, I've seen him present and I think he's the most engaging speaker I've ever seen in person. When I, when I saw him speak, he was talking about the landscapes that he's created using uh, natural materials like rocks and, and plants and, and grass. And he creates these natural swimming pools that don't require any uh, chemicals and they, they, they clean themselves. And, and he was saying, you know, I've done this at my own house and if you want, you should come to my house and I'll show you around and I'd love, I'd love to show you how it all works. And you can just you can just feel the passion coming coming through. You can just tell that he loves it. He knows exactly why he does what he does. Uh, the second video is a TED Talk by architect Daniel Liebskind. And he talks about architecture as a story and how it's based on wonder. Now, he, he speaks at a million miles an hour. There's just a lot, a lot in there in his talk. Um, but you can just tell how passionate he is about what architecture can do for people and, and for places. And you'll notice he, he constantly says, I believe, I believe, I believe this, I believe that. So he clearly knows his why as well. Now, the third video is by designer Chip Kidd, who designs book covers. Now, he, his presentation is quite theatrical and his, his talk is very polished but he does exactly what I've talked about today in terms of explaining your why and then your how and then your what. So he talks about a few of his different projects, his different book covers. And as he presents each one, he explains, this is the brief. This is why I approached it this way. This is how I did it. And this is the end result. And it was just, it's just awesome. He, it's, it's really great the way he does it. And as I was watching this video, I just, I found myself wanting to see more and more examples of what he's done. A very, a very engaging and entertaining talk. So I highly encourage you to watch these videos. So you can check them out in the show notes at designdrawspeak.com slash 005. Well, that brings us to the end of episode five. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it a little bit inspiring. Now, I'd love to hear who your favorite presenters are. Who do you know who is super passionate and projects their why when they present? Just leave a comment at the end of the post at designdrawspeak.com slash 005. 
And if you like what you've heard on this podcast, I would truly appreciate it if you could head head on over to the iTunes store and leave a rating and review. Thanks again to the people who have already left reviews. It really means a lot to me and I, I appreciate it very, very much. This has been Presentation Skills for Design Students, helping you become a confident, creative communicator. Enjoy your weekend.